of the above. Nope, none of the above. Check none of the above. Think you're less than evil, I want none of the above. Hey, this is Mark from Minutes from Kalamazoo slash Washington, D.C., and you are listening to None of the Above, and we appreciate it. Broadcasting from an underground studio in Louisville, Kentucky, where eardrums go to die. You're listening to None of the Above. Streaming live on Radio Nope at RadioNope.com. To call into the show, dial 1-502-416-1778. Skype name, None of the Above Podcast, KY. And now, party on, dudes! It's time to rock. It's rock o'clock, baby. It is none of the above on Radio No. My name is the man, dude. Join in studio with my best bros. Bobby Cole drinks Rob Montage on Red Microphone returning. Here I am. Here he is. We got Kyle apparently on Green Microphone. Yo. And uh, our guest for this evening, one of our Titus bros. I need to turn the mic on. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hey, it's uh, Sam Shulton of uh, Tape Age, ladies and gentlemen. How's it going, folks? Hey, we are rocking and rolling. It's, it's been like two weeks since we've been on the air. So much stuff to get to. A lot of stuff has happened in the meantime, like New Year's Eve. and. Wait, really? We didn't have one right after? Did oh, we? I guess we didn't. No. No? We did not. It's uh, cold as fuck. It is cold as fuck. Bowie died. A lot of people died. None yeah. of the above. Six Weather update. The heat is off. The heat is off, and it is about five degrees outside yes. here in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. St. Matthew's checking in at five degrees. I can't think of any other cities around Clifton checking in at negative three. <laughs> I'm just going to guess. Yeah. It, that's what it feels like. <laughs> it, uh, like. And it was okay during the day. I had to go out and about today, and mm-hmm. you got the... Uh, you know, when the sun beats on your car windows, even when it's like 10 degrees, you get in the car and then you're like, ooh, warm. Yeah. Because of the sun. And mm-hmm. then, then it was I sunny. Got back in the car to drive here. I was like, fuck. Oh boy. Yeah. I'm that's, not going to make it. Th- that sun is uh, misleading. It was very sunny today, but fucking freezing. And I go outside to smoke a cigarette and I'm in shorts. Like, ooh, this will be, it'll be nice out. Yeah. It, it looks, looks it, great. It looks great. And then I just. Got fucking the smoke, knees. The smoke froze and just <laughs> fell to the ground. No, it's just like I didn't know when I was done blowing out smoke. You know, I was like, geez, what a drag. <laughs> that would be so awesome. Like, I'm sure that's not how smoke works. Like, there's no. not enough water in it. Maybe yep. your vape cloud. Like, if you go mm. to like, if you go to like the North Pole, yeah. does your does those those douchey <laughs> vape clouds <laughs> just freeze in midair? I, I, I hope those guys with their fucking douche flutes, they go to the North Pole and their <laughs> lungs douche just flutes. freeze. <laughs> Like a, completely, a big pina colada cloud it just, just comes, falls down. Just falls down. <laughs> it just comes over. out like three feet in front of you, and plunk, <laughs> and they just exactly. kick it into the neighboring yeah. igloo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Screw a popcorn lung. Yeah, they got giving, popsicle lung. It's giving people popcorn lung. That's not good. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. I don't know what that is. It's they used. To, it's a like a disease that you get in your lungs where it like tightens the capillaries and you can't breathe anymore. And they call it popcorn lung because workers in factories would get it a ton. From certain like kinds of aerosol and stuff, including like stuff they would use for like uh, at places that make like 
pre-manufactured popcorn, you know, like in those big tins from your fifth grade fundraiser <laughs> oh. and shit. And like oh, workers God. in those factories would get this like lung disease. Orville our, Redenbacher, what a yeah, fucking dick. Our hearts go out to the uh, fine folks at Orville Redenbacher. <laughs> yeah. Hats I mean, what off. do you think Orville died of? It wasn't fucking old age. <laughs> his suspenders were too tight. And they uh, exactly. strangled him. And it, yeah, somebody <laughs> snapped his suspenders. His popcorn lungs popped. Oh. <laughs> they went... Yeah, it sounded delicious. <clears throat> but I had popcorn today because I couldn't leave the house with the kid. I had Luxie all day. Hi, Daddy. That's right. You saw that taco thing? Yeah. It's pretty cute. She's holding a little taco to her. What oh, was that, that was taco? adorable. She has a little uh, toy tacos, two tacos y burrito. And uh, we'd play grocery store because we got her a cash register, a little toy cash register. And we play... Uh, we play food truck. <laughs> we play taco truck. <laughs> and it was too cute. And she said, just call me Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Were you like, it's Monday, you idiot? <laughs> Look Every at day calendar. is Taco Tuesday, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's Taco Tuesday. Yeah. There you go. What day is it? Well, it's Taco Today. <laughs> um, Let's see. What else has happened? I got a lot more eight ball paraphernalia yeah. in the studio yeah, yeah. that I'm very proud of. These uh, sweet-ass pillows. I got the sweet-ass uh, eight-ball pillows. I got this eight-ball lighter from the Crazy Daisy Antique <laughs> now, is, mall. That thing is uh, pretty sweet. Yes. <laughs> well, is, is that like an old-timey lighter? Oh, yeah. It's an old-timey cigar lighter. It's like the one that uh, Chris Farley used to light the car on fire <laughs> in Tommy Boy. <laughs> Just the desktop lighter. That is the perfect analogy to yep. explain that type of lighter. Yeah, everybody knows I'm talking about when I talk about a Tommy Boy. I, which why did that guy have a lighter on his desk? Do you smoke cigars? Maybe. Oh, I get, mm. I don't know. Well, they never. You see that guy for about five minutes. I hear they're going to do a, a spinoff movie where it's <sighs> the guy whose desk Tommy lit on fire. Okay, you're joking. <laughs> that good. I'm obviously joking. Anytime I hear spinoffs of any kind of movie, I just, ugh, I, just I can't think of I a hate. worse spinoff movie than guy whose desk Tommy lit on fire in Tommy Boy. It's like uh, the Tommy Boy cinematic universe, and it's just mm-hmm. every character like Rob Lowe in jail, <laughs> um, <laughs> Bo, Bo Derek and Ray Zelinsky's life after marriage, and she scams him. And then his fat son has to has to fix everything. Uh, what about a Zelensky. spinoff of Die Hard where we just follow Lupita till 2015 when she gets deported Ugh. by INS? But, or 2016 when she gets deported by President Donald Trump. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> also acceptable Tommy Boy spinoff would be the M&Ms that roll into his dashboard being the M&Ms <laughs> from the commercials. And Billy West yeah, voicing it, yeah. They're just alive inside of that beat the fuck. Like, it's the whole movie from their point of view. The cars get knocked around by that deer and all that shit. They're like, what are we doing in this engine block? I don't, know. There. I don't know. That one's like Davey from Dave, or Goliath from Davey and Goliath. That's right. <laughs> Claymation. Uh, if you have a uh, Tommy Boy spinoff spin-off that you want to uh, chime in with, give us a call, 502-416-1778. We're also going to be playing Craigslist Prices Right is making a comeback tonight. I scoured Craigslist for the weirdest shit that I could possibly find, and I found 13 items oh God. that'll make your head spin. Excellent. Why these creeps are selling this crap on Craigslist, we'll never know. I We could call them. I feel like I might be cheating because I did go on like a big Louisville Craigslist crawl last night looking for weird shit. Just weird shit or just instruments? Uh, it started off as instruments and then I went to free and just kind of went from there. Oh boy. Uh, I saw people selling rocks. 
Wait, wait, were Someone they free is, or was it like, hey, I got some rocks? It's like free rocks. rocks. Get these fucking rocks. Like free cardboard. Well, <laughs> if you just don't tell us if you've seen it or not, then you'll probably win. So. I, I just, I'm just trying to be honest. I don't want to okay. fuck up the integrity of the game. Well, <laughs> I, I have a, that's good to know. I have like a shitload of cardboard boxes in my garage from when I moved into the house. Make a Craigslist ad. Yeah, I feel like it's just Craigslist free. Come get these boxes out of my garage so Kelly will stop bothering me about them. <laughs> free to a good home. Slightly damp box. Why does it have to be a good home? For, yeah, for, it, <laughs> to any a box home. rapist. I don't care. <laughs> you can, as long as it's actual. I don't, I don't care if you're burying kittens in them. Whatever. As long as it's not my kitten. Cool skate ramp. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> Fill them with concrete and turn them into a skate ramp. Mm-hmm. Well, I save all mine. It's it, it, you know just in case I have to move or something like that. But you know I'm kind of scared they're all going to get all musty and funky and stuff. But. I feel like that's exactly what's going to happen to these. Do you have but, cats at all? Yeah, three of them. Oh, okay. Same. Cardboard makes great scratching post. For the kitties. Everything makes great scratching posts. Yeah. Like the uh, living room set that we got that used to be upstairs made a great scratching post for the cats. And now it's down in the basement. So, yeah. You know, yep. That's, I that's feel how it lucky works. That yeah. My cats do not do that. Like they'll scratch. There's like the couch in the office. The black cat likes to scratch. So we just don't let him in there. And he doesn't really scratch anything else. Yeah. But he, just for some reason that one. Our, our roommate's cats have just annihilated our leather couch. Yeah, that I've seen that. It's just fucking bummer. Well, to be fair, you were like that. This thing's gonna die in this apartment anyway. Yeah, I'm mean, getting it out. Getting, yeah, getting After it in there. After it took us was... an hour to get the fucking thing in the door. <laughs> what you do is you take you take a little weed. I mean, a catnip, and then you you uh, you scratch up the uh, cardboard. You put it in there, and they'll don't leave everything alone. Does it actually work with weed? Um, maybe it does. <laughs> okay, that's like I never thought about cats being like. Yeah, the Gunch did start listening to reggae all of a sudden. Ooh. <laughs> so. I am aware well, of it, plenty of stoner cats. Is it like, like yes. Zionist mm-hmm. reggae? Like, how, how worried do we need to be here? I'd say it's second wave. Okay, so it's mm-hmm. a, is it like some plebeian bullshit? Like he's just Bob Marley, or is he like getting deep? No, he's getting deep cut dubs. More like a burning like Trojan record stuff. Oh fuck yeah! yeah mm-hmm. I think I'm, yeah, more like scientist or Lee Scratch Perry stuff. Oh like that. well, You're then, just getting deep into it. I'm gonna go hang out with the Gunch guys. Yeah. <laughs> what are the Gunch's views on homosexuality? <laughs> is he one of those? That, well, that, that was my question. Yeah, is he, is he a Rasta cat? He started uh, playing melodica. <laughs> <laughs> the whole works. He's got a lot of stupid hats now. The mm. gunch is da- just down here when you're asleep, just making right. sweet, sweet dub plates. <laughs> yeah. Buck, 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 buck. Elliot, hide your reverb pedals. <laughs> hey, they can't use them. It's been broken forever. <laughs> I can't be one of those cool bands that uses all the reverb all the time anymore. I just got to stick with uh, just the deuce tone rat. <laughs> just put it. Yeah, that's you, enough. You went from having like five <laughs> yeah. pedals to one pedal real quick. I know, like a day, like yeah. Uh, yeah. all like five of my pedals just shit the bed. <laughs> Mine just won't stop. I just can't stop buying pedals. I need yeah. to stop at some point. I, I must have the best willpower of any gear mongering <laughs> dude because like I got the stuff I needed and then was like. I can stop. <laughs> well, I can stop anytime I want to. Well, see, I, I'm I'm wanting to buy a, a bunch of other fuzz pedals, and I've got like a whole bunch of them. I mean, I've yeah. got a blue box. I've got freaking uh, a Geiger counter. Um, oh, those are sweet. Do you have like the uh, the small one or the big one? Um, it's the big one with like the little readout and everything. Yeah, it's got the yeah. You can do all the wavetables on that. And that stuff thing like is that. fucking awesome. Oh, it's amazing. Leave part chimped has used those in the past. Really? Yeah, that's, that's always been one of those one. ones where it's like. 
I don't know what I would ever use that for unless I was Trent Reznor. Well, which is like fucking weird. Well, I mean, it, you know, it's not like a tone quest pedal. It's just like a, you know, a goof. Yeah, <laughs> is it, a it, goof? it can be. A, it can be a total goof. It can be a total goof. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, you know, it's it's so it's so much of a goof. It's just so beyond being a goof. It's just like <laughs> fuck everyone, you know. It's just like, <laughs> Should we do a tape age rig rundown since we're already talking about your gear? Um, yeah, since we're talking about my gear, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a uh, the guitar, uh, uh, two guitars I basically use with the band. It's there's a Fender Telecaster baritone, like the Nashville style with the tits. Yeah, yeah um, a humbucker single single, so I can do the Alex Chilton in between type thing, which I almost never do. Cool. Um, <laughs> and I have a Rickenbacker twelve string. Which is uh, that? That thing's pretty nice. It's on. It's on the uh, record. I've never seen that. Um, I can show it to you, but the uh, <laughs> it's in my pocket right now. It's in my yeah. It's in my <laughs> pants right now. I'm wearing, <laughs> I'm wearing Jinkos with a guitar <laughs> down the front. So um, on the floor, I've got what do I have right now? I've got a Catalan bread antique thon. It's like this crazy fuzz pedal, and then that mm. goes into. See, do I have the blue box down there? No, I don't have the blue. Uh, Bit Commander. I have a Bit Commander. Oh, yeah. Mm. And then I have this big, massive Johnny DeMarco Tron guitar synth thing down there. And <laughs> uh, Big Muff, uh, well, it's a Zoom thing set to Big Muff because it's uh. got the noise reduction in there, which is, I mean, it sounds pretty good. And then it, um, it goes into my orange crush head. Um, love that amp, and then that goes yep. down to three different Strymon pedals, and then back into the amp, and then it goes into an Emperor two by twelve cab on the top, and a Marshall four by twelve on the bottom. So for, for all you tech nerds, all that should make sense to everyone. To everyone else, I apologize for taking up five minutes of your time. Well, I want to say congratulations because you got all your pieces of gear correct. You are absolutely <laughs> right. Yeah, you didn't know Elliot has a little sheet. You nailed all of them. That's right. Yeah, Elliot goes to Guitar Geek every week and like <laughs> and up, beat up, off yeah. updates. Of it. Yeah, just he has like that little fucking uh, shitty Guitar World printout. Yeah, I made one of those diagram. <laughs> I, I I have as well. Yeah. I've done that. Yeah. It's fun. Did the tone quest after you said, "Can I see your pedals, man?" Click. You need to just take a photo. <laughs> oh yeah, the uh, th- they were talking about some a uh, PRF dude on Facebook was talking about like a tone quest thing and uh I commented Chris that, Hall. Yeah, and I commented that uh Russell from Tyranny is always taking photos of bands uh <clears throat> pedal boards and putting them on the internet. And so I was like, yeah, this sounds like a job for Russell. <laughs> and, then, dun, dun, dun. and then Rich from Bear Claw was like making fun of me. He was like, yeah, I seem to recall you being guilty of this at <laughs> one point. And I was like, look, dude, all I did was walk directly onto stage and write down what? All of Your Rob gear. from no, it wasn't even Riches. It was the other bass player for Bear Claw, Rob. Uh, I wrote down all of his settings because he had the same SVT as I did, mm. and we still use those settings <laughs> today. But I didn't look at the pedals. It was just the straight up, uh, uh, straight up ripped off the settings. You, my favorites are for everyone. My favorite uh, pedal board in the game right now. I'm gonna have to say Ike Turner. What nothing yes. tuner? Yes, yeah. if that. It's, I really that is beautiful. Ike Turner from minutes, not Ike Turner from Ike and Tina. By the way, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for the, yeah, not uh, hit me again. Make I, that clear. I was yeah. thinking about that as I said. I was like, wait. Mm-hmm. I hope Russell doesn't get in trouble because some of those pedals that he's taking pictures of are under eighteen, and oh. he can get very <laughs> and scantily clad. <laughs> so, 
good one. Yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah. I right. have that one uh, simmering. Yeah. <laughs> In the pot. Wasn't done. (laughs) (laughs) Turn the heat on the slow cooker up a little bit. Turn the heat up on everything. It is very cold here. I have not left my pajamas. I stepped outside (laughs) to take out the recycling like a responsible human being in the modern age. I pulled my long underwear out of of the deep freeze. Mm. Uh, And so now my legs are like too warm. You know that? No, no, what's that like? That leg sweat. <laughs> you keep wearing shorts until it's like it has to be like 10 degrees for you to stop wearing shorts. It is true, yes. Which I don't get because you're a grown up. I like the shorts. I don't mean to sound ageist, but I, my house is old man hot. Is that ageist? I don't know. But <laughs> it's like, yeah, it, it's like old a- man hot, not playing barbecue. Oh, well, okay. Sorry. Old Man Hot is my least favorite porno website, too. <laughs> There's something for everyone. It might just be old person hot because yeah. uh, Amanda's grandparents, I, I go over there and I cook. I simmer in my own juices and I look at the thermostat and it's set to 80. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's got to be expensive, too. Oh, yeah. Getting it and keeping it to 80. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the house that I bought, like when we went to look at it, uh, the old lady was still living in it because I bought it from an old lady. <laughs> She had a pee hot in there too. Yeah. Where it was like, and she was sitting in front of a space heater that was just mm-hmm. in the middle of her living room. Yeah. So it was like 80 in the house and 90 right where she was sitting. Yeah. You could just take a brisket and just leave it on the <laughs> coffee table. Come back, come back 12, 12 hours later. Yeah. It's done. It's That's delicious. Hot. You go to work and you come uh, home and have a snack. Speaking of like my roommate's cats though, like earlier, uh, they have been coming into my room at night, like unbeknownst to me, and laying on my fucking uh, vent. <laughs> just making it cold here. Like I wake up and it is like twenty degrees in my room, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And I look over and there's her cat Mortimer just soaking it up. Yeah, and I just like literally had to pick him up and like shove him under the sheets. Like, "Fuck you, asshole! Give me your heat." Well, my cat <laughs> Boris loves heat. I mean, he'll, he'll just go in. I mean, he'd be like, um, he'll go into heat ducts and stuff like that. He loves. He'll the get heat. in the duct. Yeah, he will get Oof. in the ducts. I mean, he. He's about the size of Lil Bub, and if he had opposable thumbs, you know, just look out. So then can, <laughs> yeah, then look out my bank account. Too. Yeah, yeah, he's he's figured out how to uh, how to pop vents off and stuff like that. Damn. So, oh yeah, <laughs> like fucking John McClane Velociraptor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. They remember. Yeah, like her cat like lays on top of the cable box, like and it's a young cat, so it's still growing. It's grown since it's been with us, and like it used to be able to sit up there nicely. Like, but now it's just getting so big, its ass and front are just hanging off, and it's just laying on its belly on top of the fucking cable box, <laughs> like a mo- like a fat monorail. Yeah, yeah, like a fat cat monorail. That's pretty. Cu- that's pretty cute. Yeah, he's, uh, it's, a, it's a cute cat. Very nice. Destroying my life, but it's a cute cat. Yeah. <laughs> I loves you. You think your toadies Probably. beers have been in the fridge long enough to be cold? Oh, it's been in the fridge all day too. Well, I guess the whole city is. An ice box, so no, they've been in the uh, yeah, they've been in the uh, freezer. But hold on, you gotta let, let me go grab them because I want to hear. You sent me the. We're not gonna do it now, but oh well, then fucking yeah, yeah, we'll we'll take a break. Here. I'll stay under mm-hmm. my my blanket. Yes, absolutely. I'm under a Ford truck blanket. I think here. Is that what this is? Yes, it came with the truck that I had. <laughs> Built Ford tough. Bonus. Yeah. Uh, I, just, I just went to stop the liquor barn and just left my stuff in the car when I was uh, just going home to do home stuff and come back and it's nice and cold so. Perfect. Okay. Well, this this beer has been through hell and back to get to us, <laughs> yeah. uh, and we've been waiting forever. So I hope it didn't skunk in the. We're just gonna open weeks. up. It's just gonna be baby spiders. I know it. We're all gonna get <laughs> virus. It's gonna float easy. You don't get the hantavirus from spiders. That's exactly how you get the hantavirus. I thought it was from like rat feces and shit. Uh, well, ask. I have. Hey Siri. Hey. How do you get? The, hey Chatbox. Yeah. Hey Siri. 
Call in if you know how to get the Hantavirus. Oh. Okay, Grubel. Hey, Siri. Find me the Hantavirus. This thing didn't work. <laughs> Wait, let me try. Mine didn't either. Let me try one more time. Okay, Google. Find the Hantavirus. The hell is okay, Google? It's basically the Hey Siri of non-Apple <laughs> products. Yo, what up, Google? I mean, like, I have fun with it. Like, Rob Ross taught me this. You can just mumble, and it still tries its hardest. It's like, you he know. Call, he calls it Goebbels. Yeah. <laughs> it understands. Like, uh, hey, Goebbel, find me a McDonald's Durgle cheeseburger. And it just found me a McDonald's cheeseburger. It's amazing. Interesting. Yeah, what about the Honta virus? Oh, I was looking Make at that. Make with the Honta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's WebMDing. Give me okay. a second here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, it's found the saliva, uh -huh. urine, and droppings of some rodents. Oof. And spiders. Thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yum. Uh, breathing in tiny airborne spiders that come from rodent urine will give you the hantavirus. There we go. That's what I thought. <laughs> they teach you that in grade one, folks. Air Airborne rodent urine mini spiders <laughs> is a pretty good band name. <laughs> Wouldn't even fit on a t-shirt. I know. You'd have to do like that fucking shitty metal font where you can just cram everything together and it's illegible. Yeah, it's completely illegible. Just technical death metal from like 92 or something <laughs> like, like that. I've had people like get mad at me for not being able to read that shit. Technical death metal. Like, like, <laughs> you can't read it? I'm like, no. Your buddies the other night had that one, or was it? Your buddy James that had the one that was a Katy Perry in Death Metal font, and I couldn't read it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that's funny. That's funny. But, like, yeah, I'm sorry. I couldn't read between the buried dead and your sad lipstick eyeliner Dahlia murder. That's a hell of a caption, you know? That was, like, four band names. <laughs> just like, together. Uh, like I, I, I hate sentence bands. I will say that. Like, I wrestled a shark once. It's uh, I wrestled a, a bear one. once. Is it I wrestled a bear? Isn't there a shark one? Either uh, that's bear versus shark. Mm. See what you did there. Well, that's a phrase. That's you know. That's a phrase, mm -hmm. not like a like a full on sentence. I wrestled a bear once. Is definitely it. I'm saying sentence. bear versus shark is not. Yeah. And I like that band. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hate it. I remember it being finger tappy. <laughs> it's a little, there's there's some noodles. A little beetly beats. It's a, yeah. it's, a it's like uh If I remember correctly, like grade school Bronx. That makes sense. Like 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 more friendly Bronx. <laughs> more friendly. Bronx. You know, instead of motherfucker, I want your blood. It's like motherfucker. Let's split the bill. <laughs> That's more friendly. It's only fair. I mean, let's get to a break. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, please. Why? <laughs> I think I have the Hanta virus, guys. <laughs> Baby spiders in your brain. You farting blood. <laughs> We're gonna Mother. hear uh, Advin Mount Shasta Hammerhead Lords on None of the Above on Radio Nub. We'll be right back with Toadie's beer.
Talking tones and roasting bones. This is none of the above. Yeah, a little bit of Lords, the Legend of Reginald. Before that, Hammerhead, All This Is Yours, and Mount Shasta with uh, By Curious. And start off the set with Adivin Scissors. <clears throat> so, none of the above on Radio Nope. Now we're going to do a little uh, special edition Bobby Cold Drinks. Explain the uh, the journey of these drinks, and then we'll hit the intro. Or do you want to hit the intro now? Well, I we'll, we'll just say that I have requested a special intro be made, mm-hmm. and that request was granted. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about the beer once once we've heard the limited edition cold drink intro that I was never able to get to load on my phone, so I still haven't even heard. Cool, here it is. And now, it's time for a special edition of Cold Drinks with Robert Cold Drinks on none of the above. Drink. <laughs> drink. <laughs> oh, that is so perfect. Wait. Cold drink. <laughs> Bobby Cold drinks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exactly what I asked for. And uh, yeah. Perfect. I have to follow the rules. When I get orders for production, I got to make it to a T. <laughs> yeah, that's your job. All right, so hold on. They could use that for Sweet Baby Jesus, that beer this that you know with the peanut butter and chocolate in there. Oh. <laughs> Sounds gross. What's wrong with beer tasting like beer? That's my question. Nothing. America? 
Let's have a conversation. Well, I, I brought this. Yeah, Sam's over here drinking his cherry ale and his sweet potato Pilsner. Yeah, I, yeah, I brought lazy magnolia Jeff Stout sweet potato cream stout. That's too many words. It's the first thing I would say if we were reviewing that beer is too many words. Well, if it is too many words, and you've had enough of that, yeah. is it yeah. in a metal font? No, it should be. All right. Well, we're not talking about any old beer made by non-rock stars from the '90s. We're talking about. Martin House Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas, is Box Slider Toadies, Texas Bach. Now, when I think about the Toadies, I think about two things, Jesus and the water, because every song on Rubberneck, except for the instrumental, talks about Jesus, the water, or both. Yes, you've pointed that out. When I think of the Toadies, I think of Adam Sandler singing all those songs, because it sounds like Adam Sandler (laughs) singing all those songs. Do you want to know? That's rude. To <laughs> Think about it. Next time you listen. That's rude to Todd Lewis. Yes. Actual singer of the Toadies. And so I looked. I was like, well, is there going to be references to Jesus and or the water? And instead, there's just there's a cross. Okay. Because the can has the Toadies logo, the font, which mm-hmm. was is clearly like a Microsoft Word font from 94. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it also has their little T logo on the side of the can there. Well, if the beer tastes like water, then you're good. So <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And it's it's funny because it's a... Uh, beer it's comes like a, from the water. It's, it it do. No, 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 no. And so the water, it shall return. <laughs> and it's... Uh, In about a half hour. It's got a little uh, a skeletal ram on it holding a flower in its skull over a grave. Let me take mine out of my uh, Warbrides koozie. Shout out to Warbrides. Yeah, it's a it's a fine looking can actually. Yeah, no, like uh, mm-hmm. this. And the the journey we've been on the lookout for. I heard about this maybe like what it had to be six or eight months ago that we oh, heard yeah. that this existed. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, you're not going to find it outside of Texas. And it says right in here, music and beer made in Texas by Texans. Yeah, uh, and. So we had our friend Danny on the lookout for it because she lives in Austin. And she was like, hey, I found a place that has this stuff. So the next time you're in town, come grab it. And so we came. We grabbed over Christmas break. And it was not ready for the, sh- uh, the, the post-Christmas recap show because we couldn't take it on the plane because it's too much liquid. And obviously, they would think it was bomb beer or something. <laughs> so You're we transporting uh, Toadie's beer across state lines, which I <laughs> contraband. Technically, it's terrorism. Uh, and so we had to mail it, and I had to leave it with my mom. And was like, "All right, they were leaving for Florida in like two days." And I was like, "Before you leave for Florida for a week, please put this package in the mail." Which not only had <laughs> it had some other stuff in it, but we uh-huh. left it. They didn't send it. Uh-huh. So it sat in a box on my parents' kitchen counter for a week and a half. So I'm hoping that that does not affect the taste. <laughs> but I'm going to make a prediction that this is going to be indistinguishable from Shiner Bach, which is another Texas-made Bach with a ram on the bottle. Yeah, I was going to say, Rob, after, after all that, how mad would you be if I just shotgunned it? Well, if that was the case, I would have just brought Yingling because Yingling and Shiner Bach are pretty much the same beer. Yes, but it doesn't say Toadies on the can. To bring it back to... <laughs> To Tommy okay. Boy, it's like, yeah, you can guarantee it all you want, but it doesn't say it on the box. And th- what makes this beer special is that of all bands, of all fucking bands, there's got to be bands from Texas that are still active that aren't the Toadies to endorse a beer. But I love the Toadies. I think those first two records are great. And then the ones they made in like 2002 I or 12, I haven't listened to. After we sip this, I have a Toadies block of rock. Oh, that well, we perfect. Will get to. 
Perfect. Of all my favorite songs, at yeah. least. Uh, and I just thought it was so funny. Like, you see the Iron Maiden beer? Yes. And, like, they had, like, a Metallica beer, like, Budweiser a Metallica. Trooper. And it's just like, toadies? Really? Who's asking for this? <laughs> Other than the toadies. Well, I've heard the Iron Maiden beer is pretty good, actually. It's like an English stout, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. pretty much your garden variety stuff, you know? I can already tell that the Toadies beer will be better than the Toad the Wet Sprocket beer, <laughs> which, by far. <laughs> which would be great if they were actually, what, like, that other Toad band is not going to get a leg up on us. <laughs> it's like Toad the Wet Cider. It's <laughs> not a dry yeah, cider. It? It's not mm-hmm. a dry cider. Toad the Wet Michelob Ultra clone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're going to crack these cans here, and uh, it's uh, brown, the brown beer. Okay. Smells like Shiner. Look at my sound effects. All right, let's go. It tastes like a beer. It does. <laughs> it does not taste exactly like Shiner. I feel like it's a little sweeter, a little more pungent. Yeah. A little more pungent aroma, but less. It's hmm. not so heavy. It's not that it heavy. Like, it tastes like something. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, trying, to think, I'm trying to think. Kind of tastes like a BBC nut brown. Yes. A little bit. It does from here, or a Bell's best brown for those who well, are not Bell's, from here. Uh, I had a Bell's best brown, and it's not as rich as a Bell's best okay, brown because okay. I had that yesterday. Duly noted, but it is more of a. It tastes more like a brown than it does like a Bach. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It may also be skunked. Yeah, as you say, you almost getting like a little, <laughs> like uh, it's almost like a soap. Soap. Like I got like, I got, like a little soap in there. Well, I put a bunch of soap on the rim of yours. Soap poisoning. <laughs> I'm going to switch back to my Miller Lite. Yeah, Kyle's got a gigantic can of Miller Lite. Do you bathe with soap? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll fire out. Do you bathe your child? I bathe with shower gel, for the record. I can't get into that. I like a bar of soap <laughs> on me. Really? Yeah. Oh, are you, are you, are you, now, loofahs? No. Just, Wait, oh, L? Yeah, or do you just put the goo in your hand and then oh, loofa, the yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I'm, sure, I, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a big loofa supporter. Rob, mm-hmm. are you just a bar of soap? Like, no rag, no nothing, just a bar rag. <laughs> like a fucking washcloth. No, I don't do that. I rub the bar on my body. That's fucking gross. Why is it gross? It's my body and my bar. No one else is using that. <laughs> I know. I, I just don't. It's I, got little scrubber beads in it. <laughs> no, that makes a it, it, world it, difference. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also got aloe. It's a nice Irish spring. <laughs> I like this beer. Very much so. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, yeah, that's not bad stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting like a little, like a little pert. To be fair, it a little pert. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> to be fair, it is a um, little peart. It is 5.6, which is a little stronger than mm-hmm. your normal. Yeah, like 4.55. Got to keep it heavy, like the music of the Toadies on 107.5. The Toadies. You know, <laughs> actually, a, I didn't. The station <laughs> is called the Toadies. That's it. It's a new thing in radio. I didn't even think about it. This beer is kind of. Perfect for the toadies. This mm-hmm. drinks like I think the toadies drink. Well, like you think they're sitting. <laughs> well, like not like how they drink themselves, but like if we put them into like a uh, giant food processor and whittle it down and drink them, this is what it would taste like. You think it tastes like the members of the toadies? I do. <laughs> the fair. essence of the toadies. That's just kind of like, eh, all right. The bass player that only wears, you know. Hockey, hockey jerseys. <laughs> she dresses like girl Kevin Smith. Yes. Oh, she's not in the band anymore, and they like didn't replace her, so now they just don't have a bass player. And it's like, what? What? Yeah, I know. They, need to, they need to get like a 
uh, baritone uh, fuzz like uh, Sam here, I guess. They J-Page. just, they just yeah, need I'll it. replace you with octave pedals. <laughs> Do you have any hockey jerseys? Say, let's just get fucking uh, okay. Kasuga's on the line. <laughs> Wait. Oh, because oh, Kasuga's baritone is pretty awesome. Oh, that was that was a very cool video. <laughs> For the listening audience, our, uh, this dude, Chris. For the listening audience who everyone knows that. who Christopher Kasuga's is and is friends with him on Facebook. Look, Brandon Volkman doesn't know who Chris Kasuga is. All right. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, Brandon. You should add him. He's a pretty funny guy. I like him. Ten videos of him playing a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've never been so excited about something you wanted to share it with the world, Rob? Not like that. Oh, I got a new dining room lamp. I had to share that with the yeah, world. Yeah, right. Yeah. Does that I'm open excited. automatically, or do you have to pull something? Now you pull the string. Oh, because mm-hmm. like you couldn't see your hand. I was like, shit, does it just do Well, I couldn't that? find the string while like holding the video. Well, I think <laughs> you're supposed to do it slowly for the effect and stuff right. like that. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone in the room get just, just gets baked, so you just kind of see the slow review. Exactly. I'll give a demo. Maybe de- spin it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give a demo uh, next break. We can all go upstairs. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. I mean, uh, yeah. All right, I think we have a winner here. Yeah, I'll give, right. I'll give it a thumbs up. I'll thumbs th- up. Like, it could have tasted terrible. It's still hilarious, um, Tony's beer. Yeah, given its elusiveness, I wouldn't say it was worth the effort for the beer itself, but as a goof, absolutely. <laughs> Had to follow through on the goof. That's I really mean, it, it is part. a wonderful goof. Um, it's a pretty okay beer, but uh, you can buy comparable beers. If I were chilling in Austin and this was at a good price, I, w- I would totally get this. Beer. Oh, absolutely. This yeah. was $10 for a six pack of 12 ounce cans, which yeah. is cheaper than most of my dumb Bobby Colton's yeah. purchases. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just need to start bringing in a uh, million genuine draft every week. I'd be okay. Every that. week. Every week. Like, we'll keep telling you uh, how much we like it. I can't get into it because of the one that was at my parents' house that had chunks in it. <laughs> I was like, oh, MGD. <laughs> it needs more dog. Jesus. Well, yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, my uncle once had a bottle of Coke that he just refused to send back to Coke. It had a dead rat in it. What? I don't know if I believe that. That sounds like some uncle bullshit. I mean, this is the same uncle that told me I was conceived at a Fog Hat concert and that I was named after the protagonist plausible. from Terminator. The Fog Hat concert thing could be plausible. I mean, yeah, I mean they, they, Sarah. they were touring that, <laughs> that uh, winter. They did make people horny and want to uh, well, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Slow, ride, <laughs> sl- slow ride, take it easy is I mean, very usable <laughs> advice. So, I is. mean, they probably took that to heart. And I, I, yeah, that song's about us. Hi there. Slowly <laughs> penetrating a woman. Yep. <laughs> my mom. Um, but that's, I, I, that's I, the one. <laughs> <laughs> slowly penetrating. Cause mom. <laughs> Burning. Mom, apparently. <laughs> well, it's take it easy, not take it out of her. <laughs> oh, so what? You you open this whole can of worms, dude. Don't, yeah. don't, come, okay. don't come crying to me. All right. Uh, I, I'm sorry, Sorry, mom. guys. <laughs> Did you make a custom outro, too? No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> didn't have that much time. Uh, just play slow ride. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, Danny. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, everybody. That uh, thanks, mom and dad, for putting it in the mail. Thank uh-huh. you, toadies. Thank you, to- thank you, toadies. Oh, the mail! It went through the mail huh. illegally too. Mom and dad risking it, <laughs> putting it all on the line. <laughs> They're living on the edge. I mean, I'm not going to say that there was a hermetically sealed weed cookie in that package too that they didn't know about. What? But I'm not going to say there wasn't. Okay. Need to share that next time. Okay. <laughs> cold drinks. With Robert Cold Drinks on none of the above. Cheers. 
All right. Toadie's beer. Toadie's locked and in the vault. Now, if you could just leave one here. Yeah. And we'll keep it here for 10 months. Much like the Cayman Jack. I I, I like to think of the basement fridge like the Disney vault. Yes. You know, like (laughs) we're just waiting for to reissue these beers. That should actually be like uh, whenever we do like a big like uh, what what episode are we on? This would be like 44. Like for the 50th. The cold drink is just everything that's left in there from previous (laughs) cold drinks. We'll mix it all together. We'll mix it all together into a disgusting (laughs) sludge. Oh, my God. We'll make Corey drink it. And we'll all have uh, the uh, Honda virus. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yes. And we'll make Corey We'll have the it. Honda virus <laughs> where we'll get fat and we'll have really fast moving arms. The all new Honda virus. 2016, 0% APR. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> all right. Let's listen to Toadie's music now. Perfect. Does that sound cool? It does. Here's a little song called Little Sin. Now, this song is uh, extremely panned. So, and I my oh. audio cord is a little screwy. So hopefully it sounds halfway decent. And we'll come back. We'll talk about Tape Age, one of my favorite uh, bands in town. Scout's Honor, Gospel Truth. We've played Tape Age many times on this show. And we're going to now play a whole block of it because, well, we have the uh, the singer, songwriter, guitarist himself in studio, Sam Schulten, ladies and gentlemen. And we'll come back. We'll... uh, figure out what's going on with tape age and uh, play some tape age music. And then towards the end of the show in the nine o'clock hour, we will play another rendition of Craigslist Price prices, is right. right? Bitches. Come a bit, bitch. <laughs> Come, on Come on down. down. We have bitch. some wacky stuff and uh, we'll take a phone caller uh, contestant as well. Anybody wants to play on the phone when we give you the, the bug, as we say in the radio, the call, the uh, cue to call in. Uh, call in and you can be a contestant and uh, we'll take a uh, phone contestant. All right, here's Little Sin by the Toadies, the people that gave us the beer for cold drinks. Yeah. And a uh, whole block, four Toadie songs, all picked by Man Dude here on None of the Above on Radio Nope. Such a pretty night for losing. Out in 
rock block of toadies, or should I say rock bock? Because <laughs> we just had Toadie's box letter beer on the oh, above on radio. And gross. And you played <laughs> Backslider, mm-hmm. the song for which the beer is named. That is where, right. Where they talk about water and Jesus in the same <laughs> sentence. Yes. It's like, put, put, you know, came up to the water, pushed my head under, and I thought I saw Jesus. And then, good stuff. We also heard uh, Motivational and Little Sin. Yeah. Re- repping the uh, 2001 album, too. Which is nice. Mm-hmm. Not just going from the classic rubberneck, but also the the underappreciated uh, second album from like seven fucking years. Later. I kind of like uh, Hell Below Stars Above a little bit more than Rubberneck. Just a little bit more, not much. Are they still active? Mining chance? Uh, they did get back together. They put like two or three albums out yeah, they since did. they reformed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've listened to none of them and don't care to. I still get updates from Facebook. About Toady stuff going on. There's like Toady Day. Toady Day. <laughs> much like there's a 311 Day, which I, I asked Amanda, like, all right, if you want to get me a really good gift, give me tickets to 311 oh Day. And well, the very, Ides of Douche. I was going to say, <laughs> and she, she said re- no. Did she come back with, can my gift be to not go? To not go. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, well, I don't want to spend $120 on uh, tickets uh, for me and you. But maybe next year. Is, is she, it can is be she worse. down 311? It, is she down? <laughs> is she down, down? I don't know. Does she trust her instincts? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it could be worse. I mean, well, it could be Bruce Springsteen. Is Amber the color of her energy? Yes. Thank <laughs> you. Exactly. Right there. I think it would be super fun. Two full days of 311 in New Orleans <laughs> would be uh, Like half that awesome. sounds fun. They're not from New Orleans. No, but that's where... Are they they from Nebraska? They are from Omaha, yes. Yeah. But 311 Day is in New Orleans. I don't get that. Because no one wants to go to Nebraska, Rob. That's just where it's been held (laughs) for many years. How do I know? Because I watch them like a hawk. He watches the YouTube (laughs) performances every year. He's just like, I hope they have good sound quality this year. I wish I was there. (laughs) I want to meet Peanut. Peanut. Wait, which one's Peanut? It's the, the bass, bass player. player. Of course, it's the bass player. <laughs> P dash Nut. Do they all? Do the rest of them have just like their normal names, and then it's Peanut? Yes. Well, you have a uh, Nick Hexton. Yeah. Why? 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 You have Chad Sexton, yeah. who's a drummer, who we talked about his art that he made with um, LED drumsticks. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was like. Bad. Uh, I just don't get that. Like, it's either there's only one member with a dumb name, or they all have dumb names. There's never like two. There's never like two. It's not like yeah, we got we got Peanut and Brian and Jiggles and <laughs> yeah. Well, what about Tim Mahoney? He plays uh, uh, Parker Fly guitars, bro. Um, are they the uh, no, he, he plays the uh, carbon fiber ones? Does he spray Wait, down no, his speaker doesn't. cones with Axe body spray for the uh, full uh, effect? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get the Axe. How many uh, Ingle heads does he have? I don't know. He plays. I did watch a rig rundown of uh, of Tim course you did. <laughs> Tree of course. Yes. Tree like Lover. that was. I, I I'm I'm definitely guilty of doing that with bands where it's like, why do I need to know this? Because it's like. Uh, old boy from uh, Alkaline Trio, uh, Matt Skiba. It's like, he has like that crazy diesel head. You know, like the one with like eight channels and is like it, a thousand it, fucking knobs. I'm is like, it a Shaq diesel head? <laughs> right. It's like, why Why Can't do I need to know this? 
Why why well, does the, he need that? None of them will top Alex Lyson to rush though, because Ooh. he has one amp head just for the last quart of limelight. I mean, who <laughs> the hell does that, right? You know, That's one odd. amp just for the last quart of limelight. That's amazing. Changes his watch every song so he can yeah. look at a new watch. <laughs> if you want to watch a very hilarious uh, rig rundown, watch the one with Doyle from the Misfits. Oh, oh I've watched it. It is so funny because he has the shittiest uh, EQing on his uh, amps. <laughs> it's highs and lows all the way up, no mids mid. all the way down. And he admits it. He's like, and he's got like a New York accent, so it makes it even funnier. Just like, man, I just like the heavy and the high. Fuck all the mid shit, because <laughs> that's probably why you sound the way you do. Terrible, yeah, yes, yeah. terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's like uh, Tom, all through like Randall heads. Oh God, yeah. Tom the Long, fucking. Uh, I've never seen someone that had a uh, Mesa Boogie full stack actually sound so, so fucking thin. All right, my like, home my homework for the weekend is pull some uh, Doyle clips from that. Oh right yeah, right now, now, it's uh, comedy gold. He's Tom, so choochy. And Tom DeLong is the one from Raging the Machine, right? No, Tom DeLong is a uh, homeboy from uh, Blink One Eighty Twos. Blink in the One Eighty Twos. Blink in the One Eighty Twos. Yes, jo- jo- our friend or uh, <laughs> yeah, my friend Josh Morrow. He's the drummer for bands like Memory Map. If you've uh, heard of these bands, uh, from Bloomington, wanted uh, the area code in Bloomington is eight one two. And he, for years, talked about wanting to be in a Blink-182 cover band because he did like Blink-182. Like, he was a little pop-punk doofus in high school, uh, and he wanted to call it Blink-812 because I mean, <laughs> that always tickled I, me. I, that guy did just play like Travis Barker. Like, he was just oh, all... he's better than Travis Barker. He, I would say he definitely is, but... Uh, for sure. Like, even when he's in Slutbanger, just like riding that snare. Well, like, yeah, just banging it out, you know? Oh, no, he's a fucking caveman. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That guy was like in no like fast or hard bands though, other than the slut banger, and it always drove me nuts. It bummed him out. To, that's why we did. That's part of why he agreed to to be in that project with me because he was like, I never get to just like go nuts. He's like, I always have to be like precise and measured. He's like, I just want to <laughs> just want to bang the shit out of these drums and go go crazy. And I was like, well, yeah. I think by the news, I think about the second show, he found that like nightmarish clear plastic mask that he drew makeup on and was wearing a dress. I was no, like, that had makeup on it already. Came like that. Oh, from well, the store. Yeah, that was a. Uh, it's like the bank robber mask. Yeah, <laughs> it's, so we'll it's have to know the backstory to that one. Mm. It's just I don't even know where we got. I can't remember where we found that thing. I think one of the girls had it, and because he started wearing like dresses and wearing that thing, and it was just like the guy wanted to go nuts. Let's get nuts. He got his wish. <laughs> and you're listening to None of the Above on Radio Nope. We have Sam Shulton of Tape Age in studio now. Hey, everybody. This is the part where we interview the band. The band being me because Dave has <laughs> bronchitis, and I wish him the very best speedy recovery. Mm, does so. he? Bummer. Apparently yeah. he lives in West Virginia. Yeah, he does. If and he wants to call in, 502-416-1778. Yeah. And we can uh, get both the members. There's only two members. It's well, only g- no. There's a third member too. There's, oh, you do. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. actually the reason I play baritone guitar was because I couldn't find a bass player that played like. Uh, um, well, um, I played with a guy named Doug Litton um, way back in the day. You know, he's just real driving punk rock type bass player and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, any band I was in since where I was trying to get a bass player um, just really didn't have that vibe. So. Um, I at first I tried to do this kind of thing, this sort of Chet Atkins thing where I was doing just guitar with two bass strings on that. And then and then, uh, you know, after that, you had, uh, you know, at that point, you know, you had like all of these duo bands and stuff like that. 
um, just kind of ranging from like double dagger to the white stripes to, mm. uh, you know, just two piece bands galore. So I thought, okay, you know, if I can't find someone to play like that, I'm just going to do it myself, you know, whatever. So, um, so, um, some things pass and I get tape aged together and we play some shows and stuff like that. And guess who wants to join? Well, Doug Litton. So of course, you know, come on in, you know, so <laughs> And when did it start? Have you always been playing music your whole life and been in bands? Um, well, yeah, I was playing in, you know, uh, high school, getting out of high school and, and sure. stuff like that. Now, there was a time when uh, I moved down to, Aust you know, well, to uh, uh, I was in between Austin and San Antonio and I worked in both cities and stuff like mm. that. And Were you it, in New Braunfels? New Braunfels. Actually, I was in Cibolo, which is like five. That's what, that's, I swear to God, that's where my aunt and uncle live. In Cibolo, like right by the fucking water tower with the buffalo on it. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, yeah, my house was like one mile away from the from the water tower with the buffalo on it. You also and, get a dock slider. Uh, weird. Yeah. And um, oh, that some amazing barbecue in downtown Cibolo, by the way. There's a downtown Cibolo? There is a, yeah, it looks just like a <laughs> spaghetti western set. Weird. All I ever see is like tract houses. Well, yeah, that's what, yeah, that's all Cibolo really is, you know, in practice. But yeah. old historic Cibolo is two city blocks of just like these little, like, weird matchbox shack type things with these big facades, just like a spaghetti western set. Uh -huh. It is so weird. But there's this, <laughs> and I'm trying to remember the name of this barbecue place because it's been years since I've lived down in Texas. But it, it's um, this, this guy's brisket is just phenomenally, it, it just disintegrates right in front of you. You don't even, Excellent. And you breathe on it, and it just goes bloom. Just like the hair. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, um, yeah, and it, um, just amazing stuff. But anyway, when I was down there, I, uh, everyone played guitar, like in Austin. I mean, everyone from your insurance agent to the guy working at Thundercloud <laughs> Subs to, you know, the gas station attendant, everyone plays guitar, and everyone's in a hipper band than you. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go check out all these bands and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I wasn't playing music at that point. But at the same time, my record collection like grew 10 times during that period when I was down there. So, you know, still still loved it. Um, Austin kind of spoils you because if there are like no good shows in a month, everyone gets pissy. You know, it's like everyone gets kind of antsy. It's like, you know, the fall, you know. I think when I was down there, that was like when one lineup of the fall disintegrated and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And there's like, man, there's nothing going on this week, man. What the fuck? You know, there's a date. There's periods where there's no music in Austin or at least good shows. I mean, yeah, there's yeah, never good shows. a moment where there's no music happening. Well, there's always music. I mean, you know, it's just like, you know, uh, you know, it's probably a couple of weeks till Stereo Lab gets here. I mean, that's that's dating myself back to when they were still together. But yeah, 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 fan. yeah fan. they broke up. Yeah, tort oh God. yeah, tortoise is uh, yeah, tortoise isn't gonna be in for another week and a half. You know, uh, what I'm gonna do tonight, man? This sucks. Did I tell you guys I Kelly had to stop me from getting in a fight from the door lady at Beerland when we were there <laughs> over Christmas? Oh, yeah, you can uh, mention this. Explain that. Mm. Uh, well, we were walking by and it was like you know 1:30 in the morning, so we were pretty tipsy and. I just like I showed my ID to the door person to get in behind the gate so I could go take a picture flipping off the big sign of Beerland. Beerland's where I got shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and they were what like, a surprise. The lady was like, oh, <laughs> whatever. Like, what the fuck, dude? And I was like, what the fuck you? Fuck you, people. Like, this is the place where this bad thing happened. She was like, oh, whatever. Like, fuck you, the pansy baby. If you guys didn't like wrap your guitars in tinfoil or whatever, like <laughs> that wouldn't have happened. I was like, man, I can't begin to tell you what's. The, like I don't know where to start with what's wrong with that fucking statement, and like 
I was just kind of yelling at her, and Kelly's like, "Come on, let's go." And I was like, "But, but I want to yell more." <laughs> and uh, she didn't let me, which is probably good. Yeah, probably good. But I was like, "Wrap your guitars in tinfoil." Is that really the myth that's going around that place? Yeah, like a baked potato. <laughs> yeah, baked yeah. potato guitars. The, also, it was weird. They so, they brought kiddie pools. Yeah. They're just standing in them, standing in them, and then they were like. Throwing a toaster. Talking about how the Holocaust never happened. <laughs> Everything Jeff Perquette told me was a lie. <laughs> I don't get that reference, but uh, I was like, tinfoil. Well, first of all, that still wouldn't make sense because that's not a conducive metal. Like, yeah, the, true. Only reason, the only reason the electricity was going through is because the strings were steel. Yeah. Like, the aluminum doesn't do anything. I mean, uh, we, I should, we should all just get those fucking... Uh, like weird nylon coated colored strings. Oh I yeah, think of a lesson. Those are black light reflective. The DRs, oh, DRs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you know it. <laughs> if they made them in baritone gauge, I would totally get those. Just purely for the goof. Like you would it have is to, a good goof. I assume those strings die after about two songs, right? They They're all flat. They, no, Rob. They are stillborn. <laughs> They're just dead. dead. <laughs> They're dead on arrival, buddy. Anyway. If you get the strings, you have to get your own like black light for your band so that they pop oh right yeah i feel like those are the kind of strings that don't come in six string packs like you have to buy the seven string packs yeah <laughs> like, yeah but, or like for bass that only they only sell it in five string like uh my grandfather back in the day he had like a really nice uh i think it was like early 80s les paul bass like a gibson les paul bass and like i found that out and i was so fucking excited i was like holy shit and I went to play it, and he had those fucking nylon strings on it. Oh, nice. And everything just sounded like a wet, flat fart for smooth jazz. <laughs> I had it all black, like anodized black or painted black mm -hmm. Dean Markley strings that were what I guess Momster used to like slit people's throats because yeah. they were so fucking thin. Uh, a garrote. Yeah. Is what mm -hmm. you're looking for. Those yeah. are for like slicing cheese and shit, aren't they? Uh, I mean, yeah, for cheesemongers, you know, just yeah. like, yeah. Also, really good for strangling uh, no, squealers. That, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, he couldn't help it. He just loves squealing. Makes him feel big. Um, how did you get in in affiliated with like PRF and Electrical Board? Because you're Fuzz Bob on there, yes. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. right. Well, I mean, when I was in uh, after I lived in Texas, I lived in Richmond for a while. So, uh, um, Virginia, yeah, Richmond, okay. Virginia, and. So I, uh, um, when I'd first put in the when I was first putting together the predecessor to Tape Age, which was called Disclosure before there was a band called Disclosure. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Full disclosure. A yeah. Band called Disclosure. So, uh, you know, so I was doing, um, so I was doing some of the some of um, the songs I'm doing now, just like a couple of them, like Wish I Could Have You dates way back then, mm. and um, so. Uh, um, I was playing with this guy named Jay Nelson, and he knew uh, James Pemberton, who you know that damn fly. And and so um, is that guy still around? I haven't heard from that dude. In I I have no idea. Well, I mean, I see him on Facebook every once in a while and stuff like that. And yeah. he's like has a job, and then he doesn't have a job, and then he has another job, and I don't know. Um, yes, but he still has the same girlfriend. So I mean, that part of his life is stable. So you know, good, you know, awesome, awesome yeah. going for you know. The long relationship. So, but anyway, so um, that's kind of how I, I sort of uh, got familiar with all, all that kind of stuff. And I noticed when, because um, Jay played in a band with me and in a band with, and in a duo with him as well. And so he had this huge bass rig. It was like these two SVT cabs, like sideways on top of each other. Yeah. Yeah. 
which I, I thought was I, I thought that was ingenious, you know, because you're resonating the floor and the wall behind you and all that kind of stuff. And <laughs> I'm like, wow, you know, that's pretty ballsy, you know. So, <laughs> um, you know, just one thing led to another, and so uh, he's like, well, you know, um, um, yeah, I'm sort of on this board with you know affiliated with uh, Electrical Audio, Steve Albini Studio, and I'm like, oh, wow, sweet, you know, cool. So. Uh, that's kind of how I got familiar with that, and you know, I just realized there are a whole bunch of awesome people in there. So, because this was the uh, first year you went to a uh, summer barbecue, wasn't it? Uh, last year, yeah, this past you yeah, know, late late June. It was uh, it was it was great. Rad. They are pretty cool. Oh yeah, and happy to say that you all are playing the Louisville one this year. Yes, yes we are. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Labor Day weekend this year. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. September first through the fourth. Venues are booked. Bands are booked. We've got old man fashioning a canoe out of a log. He's yeah. gonna be there. <laughs> Rip Taylor's gonna mm-hmm. be there. <clears throat> now we just. I'm need- gonna skip it this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go cool. see. I'm gonna go follow Katy Perry on tour. You're going to cropped out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Is it the same weekend? I have no idea. Oh, I don't know if they're doing it. Yeah, I don't think they are. I ran into Lonnie Turner, uh, the the elder gentleman who uh, was taking pictures at the last barbecue. Oh, yeah. He came up to a Cure Lounge show. And uh, I'm like, hey, you coming out to uh, the barbecue this year? He's like, yeah. Do you know they're doing cropped out again? I'm like, uh, well, I don't do cropped out, so do, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't own a Fender Twin. I don't know. Well, they didn't, <laughs> they didn't do it last well, year, did I they? I get that. No, they didn't. Yeah. I think they skipped that on purpose for whatever reason. But, I think know. it might be over. Mm-hmm. Well, I put in for, uh, I submitted our band for Poor Castle this year, too. So As we'll, you should. Poor Castle is a cool thing. Yeah. So I uh, hope they like what they hear and stuff like that. So I'm we'll, crossing we'll, my yeah. fingers for you. Well, I got my fingers crossed, too, but we'll, we'll see. Haven't they already announced the Poor Castle stuff? I know I saw a post. Uh, or was it just like a, hey, it's happening? No, they said post. we're taking bands now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. As yeah. of like, you know, as of like a couple weeks ago through a couple weeks from now, I guess. So, uh, I guess that yeah. must have been what I saw was like yeah. the band. It's like July 10th. It's. Obviously, when Four Castle yeah. is here, yeah, yeah, the big. Uh, so I mean, you have to miss my morning jacket to see us. So I want. Oh God! Uh, not I want to hi- apologize in advance. <laughs> not know? hippie you too. Hippie no. you too. That's that's new. <laughs> that's what I call them. <laughs> I've, I've heard that one from Kyle. <laughs> yes, many times. I have met those guys and they a couple of them at least, uh not completely fucked out of my mind and they were very nice. But I was still unimpressed with Jim James's DJ yeah, skills everyone at was that like, party. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's the best. That's the best. He was just playing like 90s hip hop. Yeah, he, like, oh, he just put on Salt and Pepper Radio and Who it's like everyone's yeah. like <laughs> No, it was like, it was that was really funny everyone though. Loves Informer. I I worked at Forecastle last year and I was walking around and Obviously, it was the night, like the main night, and it was my morning jacket headlining, and all these kids were super excited. And I, and I got to tell them the story of, yeah, man, Fourth of July weekend, I went to this party at this recording studio, and Jim James was there DJing, and I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> and you don't get to go to that. There were, <laughs> that it was like, so hot. We won oh the lamest Rolling Stone contest. I know, ever. right? <laughs> I did eat. I did so eat at the uh, at the My Morning Jackets uh, drummer's uh, restaurant that he's a partner in. Oh yeah, the Butchertown Grocery, pretty good. Did oh, that one. Yeah, be, um, mm-hmm. that used to be used to be Blind Pig. Blind Pig. Yep. Right. Yep. Oh, tell me about this place. Uh, yeah, I want to check it out. It's very swanky. 
Yeah. Um, but it, Soto Sopa. Very Soto Sopa. <laughs> so, Rochi <laughs> Tupa Town. There's no way we're not tagging that new chain bar on Bardstown Road, right? With Soto Sopa. Yeah, we're just tag it. You've every heard time. about this uh, this development? Yes. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Hopcat. Hopcat. Hop which, mm-hmm. which that's totally Soto Sopa right there. Which, very, yeah, they I'm have just, a balcony, so they're already halfway there. I'm just pissed that it's directly next to the bar I like, the Highland yes. Tap Room. And also, it has the word cat in it. Right next to a bunch of people in a crew called the cats. I support anything with the word cat in it. I mean, I support the cats. Well, the whole cats crew is going to be right next door to the stupid place called Cat. Something cat. The chain brewery that yeah. yeah see there's a highland tap room that already right. boasts a lot of beer on tap well this hopcat place is supposed to have a hundred beers on tap oh my god so they're gonna walmart this the highland tap room which Pretty is totally much. not cool yeah yeah uh if I, that means all the bros at the tap room they'll go over there but rob that's gonna be the kind that of place that closes happen. at like 1 a.m yeah we're gonna two, get the inverse and then they're just gonna fucking come over there well it's like they opened in bloomington there's this place called the vid that was like the place to go it was like where all the punk kids went like the one bar, they open. They've opened. I loved going to the vid. Oh, the vid back is, in the day. Yeah, vid used to be great. But then they've opened like cool bars since then that like you can go hang out at if you're not like you know Chet from the frat. But they opened a bar called Brothers, which is like a college chain bar. Right, that's next in a bunch door. of college town, right next to the vid. And so what would happen was these fucking judge rules would get wasted and kicked out of Brothers and would stumble up to the vid and it made the vid way worse. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I stopped going to the vid the first time I went in there and saw Juggalos. You know, but Mike from the Vid's daughter was a juggalette. I'm aware. Yeah. But that's just too much for me. I'm sorry. That's, <laughs> you can't, can't. I mean, like. You're I not down with the clown. I mean. I'm not down with the clown. I don't want my bar to feel like every convenience store ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, but, uh. No, from I'm, like Chilla Coffee, Ohio, uh, or, you know. I'm going to go <laughs> some other some other classic I'm gonna, place. I'm going to ask our listening audience to, like, I haven't thought about this since I was, like, 12 send me your best stink bomb recipes because i'm gonna stink bomb this fucking chain bar <laughs> like i'm not paying your bail and you don't need to you, <laughs> you find money elsewhere like i, I will uh, i'll be smiling in that mug shot put me in the uh crime times well let's talk about li- like a lot of the cool stuff that's going on there's there's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's uh monique or uh, monic monic um swedish for monk yeah, mm-hmm. or possibly Dutch. I mean, it's, it's yeah, Belgian. Yeah, so, Dutch. Yeah, yeah. right yeah. by Cure Lounge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Um, oh, yeah. Where is that at? Like, it, it's on it Burnett. Is. It's across the street from Chex. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, is that by Cure Lounge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chex is like a block, a block away. away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So you just yeah, Weird. pretty close to Shelby. Even. Word. Um, they have. Uh, I mean, even I went there last Sunday, and even when. Some of their stuff was out of stock. They had some other cool stuff, uh, other cool beers and stuff They've like that. They've got like 50 taps too, don't they? Yeah. It's insane. And it's stuff they brew themselves, which is always cool. They have cool. cocktails on tap. Like pre-mixed cocktails on tap there. That's some bar rescue shit right that, there. That, that's, yeah. uh, that's hearkening back to Lisa. Is Lisa a partner? <laughs> Real quick story on the pre-made. <laughs> Lisa's, which is now Kaiju, which uh, hosts oh, right. host right. a lot of psych garage bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we've played there a few times. Yes. Mm-hmm. In the uh, Big Daddy Cat Lounge. <laughs> uh, when it was still Lisa's, the complete dive bar, I went up there and it was kind of wintry. And I usually order uh, white Russians during winter. I'm like, hey, can I get a white Russian? <laughs> and Lisa, the uh, the uh, flamboyant owner, uh, the powerhouse Lisa of Lisa's <laughs> Oak Street Lounge goes, you're just in luck. You, you ordered the last white Russian. I'm like... 
Ever. The last white Russian. <laughs> what does that mean? Would not see she that pulls man. out a gallon milk jug of pre-mixed <laughs> vodka <laughs> and cream and Kahlua and then just dumps it into a red Solo cup. Uh, ch- chances the uh, cream of that was just stolen creamer packets from Speedway. <laughs> Pretty high. And yeah. did the Wayne's World like put the hair? Okay. <laughs> the... Uh, Billy does that all the time. Yes. Uh, Little did you know that was the last white Russian ever. (laughs) Lisa was a big fan of just handing you an unopened can of beer across the bar. You know, I actually kind of like that because, you know, I like the option of shotgunning a beer. Well, it's just stone cold illegal. It's also stone cold illegal, but (laughs) she didn't give a fuck. Uh, As long as as her 1982 poker machine was fucking working, she didn't give a fuck. The little handheld. (laughs) No, she no. They had one like of the bar units and like it was just always turned towards her. (laughs) Like she got mad if I made her walk anywhere to get something. I never saw her walk. (laughs) I I, I saw I saw her take a hard stance once or twice. (laughs) Like she, she knew a cop was there or something. Yeah. I believe all the mixers were Kroger, like Big K and oh, Dr. Thunder. Oh, and, there was yeah. no gun. Mountain Mist. Yeah, and there, there, <laughs> there, there was no gun at dispensing soda. No. It was coming out of a two liter. Yeah. It's uh, the kind of place. The label ripped off. <laughs> Homemade the Pepsi. Kroger, little thing, all the, the bottles behind right. the bar were literally just painted on the mirror. <laughs> well, the Kroger stuff is serviceable. I mean, you know, some of it is. Yeah. Are you saving that much money not just getting regular soda though? Uh, you'd be surprised. I mean, like I'm from Indiana, and apparently there's like a big stereotype about us really drinking a shitload of soda, which I've come to find out is true. Well, yeah. Uh, my family used to just stock up. Like our half of our garage was just a pallet of soda at all time. When you're talking bulk pricing, yeah. You know the difference between a 24 pack of Code Red Mountain Dew and Mountain Mist Red. Yeah, you know, you, 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 bloody you, Mountain Mist. <laughs> it was like twenty bucks by the time it was all said and done. Oh, I know, sure. like, yeah, because I feel like it's it's like a two liter of Coke is like a dollar fifty, and we'll see, a, a I'm two old. liter of Big K <clears throat> is like a dollar. Well, see, I'm old school, so my ceiling was always a dollar. You know, it was like. Uh, you know, a buck ten. I'm boycotting this shit. Fuck that. You know? <laughs> it's like, I and so money. now, you know, in 2016, I'm like, you know, even Big K will get over a dollar sometimes, and I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no. Uh-uh. Like, why can't they drop the price on like Squirt? Who the fuck buys Squirt? They should be like giving it to you as you leave. People who just can't jive with Fresca, I guess. That is a bullshit soda. It's what grapefruit? Delicious. <laughs> it's not bitter at all. It's- so anything new happening with Tape Age that we need to know about <laughs> upcoming well, shows? He's boycotting Yes, we school. are. Uh, yeah. Uh, back to, yeah, Tape Age. Okay, so the next uh, next show we're doing here in town is um, on March 11th, The Ides of Douche, mm-hmm. with um, you guys. Yeah. Maple Stave, mm-hmm. a band to which uh, one of Kasuga's favorite bands, because seeing True. him rock out at a, a bar- barbecue to that was some life-affirming shit. They're on um, Freight Tree now. Yes, they, they are. Save their next record. Congrats. Oh, congratulations to them! That's awesome. It's big ups. And uh, I think the next one we're doing here in town is sometime in April with Bruised Fruit, and then we're doing May. Sometime I just booked Bruised Fruit in May. Isn't Bruised Fruit that band from Lexington that like somebody that you knew was siblings with or something? Um, yeah, well, I, I knew their sister, so that's how I knew them. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, just booked them in May. Yeah. I think the day before your May show. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're um, so we're probably a Saturday and then a Friday or something May, like that. You're all May 14th? Yeah. 
or yes. May 14th. So cool, cool deal. So um, and then um, also just getting some new material together, and I just got a whole bunch of new recording equipment. Just upgraded some stuff, so oh, super rad. stoked about that. Our next record's going to sound way better. Cool. Um, Do you home record? Yeah. Um, because before I got Dave together, uh, Dave and I got together, I was just, um, you know, and this was before my wife Lisa got sick. That's a, a whole long story and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um, we actually saved up some money to go record at Electrical. And um, there was mm-hmm. another drummer we were going to use, and that kind of fell through. You know, his he, his life situation was kind of transient and stuff like that. So in the meantime, mm-hmm. I just kind of spent the money on microphones and preamps and stuff like that. And I'm like, it started nerding out on all that kinds of stuff. And yeah. It seemed to pay off, so I was just really ha- just really happy. And so my house has a big living room, so we put the drums up in it, and it sounds big and boomy, which is why they sound big. It sounds big and boomy on the album. And uh, I love the way this album sounds. And we're going to hear a few tracks in just a few minutes. Okay, mm-hmm. cool deal. Or right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, um, we got thirteen Craigslist prices right there. Yeah, yeah. we got to burn through them. Yeah, yeah, buddy. So, so I'm writing music and then, um, you know, trying to get caught up with lyrics and stuff like that. But there's going to be an, uh, some more stuff coming from us, hopefully. Red. Um, target, target area for that is recording sometime this summer and cool getting that out. So, I mean, if if we put out something a year, um, that's pretty good for me. You know, just hell yeah. Uh, because uh, I write pretty quickly, and I write uh, I write a lot of stuff, and then we just kind of pick and choose through it. So uh, I just kind of um, the way I write is I just kind of envision the kind of stuff we need to do, and I just go about it. You know, it's just, yeah. Uh, I know. mean, the album that we're gonna play, the reflection will guide us. Has mm-hmm. 15 tracks on it. You yeah. are a factory, not a warehouse, my friend. Yes, a factory, <laughs> a <laughs> rock and roll factory. Uh, let's hear something. Why not? You know, you know, tape age. We played them a million times. Well, now we have the dude in studio, and we're gonna hear a whole block. Why don't we just play like three or four songs? How about that? Huh? We're gonna start with one of my favorite. Tell me why. Sound cool? Sounds awesome. Rad. And we'll just uh, let the tape age roll, and then we'll come back with Craigslist prices right, and wrap up the show, and put another one in the books. Here is tape age on none of the above on Radio Nope.
one more by Tape Age, and then we'll come back and play Craigslist Prices Right. Give us a call, 502-416-1778 if you want to play. That was tape age. Prove it. <laughs> I swear. Sam, I was that you? Was that you? That was totally me. Okay, cool. Totally you ripping it. Proved it. Man, I love this whole album, man. I can't tell you how much uh, I'm a big fan here. I listen to this just driving around, which is not something I do a lot of. Why, thanks. But I do for you guys because uh, this album rips. It is available at tape slash or hyphen tape hyphen age.bandcamp.com the album is called the reflection will guide us and it is name your own price but throw the dude a few bones come on don't be a dick it is a uh, it's 15 tracks of total awesomeness that is a uh, tape age ladies and gentlemen and uh songs we heard were uh baby i'm lost that was that one worst night of my life and tell me why and that's all available on uh Bandcamp and like them on Facebook, of course. And if you're local, check out the shows coming up. And we'll uh, post shows on our uh, Facebook page because we're playing one of them. One of our bands is Wax Eater, Heavy Reader. We'll uh, figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right. Time for a little Craigslist Price is Right. Let me load up the pictures here, if that's okay with y'all. Yeah. Uh, Do we have an intro? We mm, we have a song intro. Okay. Sure. 
Oh, God damn it. Where did I put the uh, Craigslist uh, pictures? Give me two seconds here. Okay. Talk amongst yourselves. Uh, what's, what's our topic? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> tit mouse is neither a tit nor a mouse. Discuss. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's see. Uh, all right. There we go. Now I'll try to make this uh, all big here. Yeah. Big as so can uh, yeah, see yeah. here. I need glasses. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now drag this down. Boop. Can you all see that? Yeah. Sort of, yes. That that is the bed of a truck? No. Okay, that's right. yeah, I need glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Go stand over there. It is time for Craigslist Prices Ryan Baby. On None of the Above on Radio Nope. Okay. Contestants. And by the way, if you want to play 502-416-1778, you have to call right now in like 60 seconds to Elliot, get in on the show. Elliot didn't put his personal phone number as the number this time. I didn't. Awesome. <laughs> if you want to call me, you're just going to have to figure out my number. I'm not going to give it out over the air. Anymore. I'm a... 1-900... Um, I'm a local... Dude. I'm a local celebrity. Dude. <laughs> okay, folks. The name of the game is Craigslist Prices Right. Price is right rules. Uh, can't go over. And uh, yeah. whoever's within the closest uh, in the ballpark will closest win. Closest without going over. Closest without going over is so how we play this. What are we looking at? Okay. We have here. I'm excluding myself. Obviously, I'm the host. We're going to have Rob and Kyle and uh, Sam play. We are looking at a funnel cake fryer. <laughs> From Henryville. Specifically funnel cakes. That's what it said in the ad. Now, I have descriptions on all these. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. All this one says is uh, shallow funnel cake fryer works good. 30 amps. 30 amps. Nope. Uh, So, I have shitty eyesight. Is there a brand on that? Anywhere to be seen? I cannot see one. Mm -mm. Okay. There's. uh, I see a knob. One knob. I'm I'm sure there's a knob, Rob. There's a knob to determine the heat. Uh Uh-huh. What you want to... Fry your funnel cake. I'm a big funnel cake fan. I'd say like put a little Put a little uh, strawberry on there with some whipped cream. All right, so. Yes, dial in the right tone. That's right. Yeah. Kyle's okay. saying 350. No, no, no. I'm saying that's the optimal temperature oh, to fry a funnel okay. cake. Oh, okay. <laughs> you fucking nod. Here we go. I made a funnel cake. All right. Uh, let's go with Kyle first, then. You dare challenge his culinary prowess. <laughs> I mean, the restaurant I work at used to do foie gras funnel cakes. Uh, okay. Of course. Any, oh, ho- any hoozle. Um, this kind of looks beat to shit. Yeah. A little I'll, bit. I'll, I'll say... But don't all fryers? Uh, not new ones. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say uh, 200 bucks. 200 bucks for Kyle. Uh, 150. 150 for Sam. <laughs> One dollar, Bob. One dollar, okay. What a douche. That thing's right. tiny. It looks like a piece of shit. It actually looks like my fry daddy down there. Yeah. But a little bit uh, shallower, as we say. Yeah. It's for funnel cake. It only. is for funnel cake. Yeah, it's got funnel cake specs. Okay. The yeah, but you could do deep fried Twinkies and deep anything fried anything you want. Bacon any Pepsi, deep any fried beer, carnival stunt foods. Yeah. I'm sure it accepts all carnival food. All right. Uh, the actual price is one hundred dollars. Taste. God it. damn it. Boom. Uh, who got that one? Uh, oh, that would be me. That would That's be Rob. That would be one dollar. All right, close without going over. All right, Rob, enjoy your fucking <laughs> funnel cake fryer. Yay! Uh, I'm gonna use it to deep fry Barbie parts. All right, next on the list we have a homing pigeon. 
the pigeon itself is an actual homing pigeon with wings and beak and feet and everything. This, this somehow escaped me <laughs> during my weird search. <laughs> I'm shocked. This is coming straight out of Mead County, as we like to say, Weed County, Kentucky. I thought actual homing pigeons were extinct. Uh, I think not in Mead County. Not in Mead, man. <laughs> they smoked that weed there. They got the cheeb. Uh, the description on this is various cheap colored. Uh huh. They're selling multiple homing pigeons, but we're only asking for the price of one. All right. Uh, various colored homing pigeons, all big, healthy, and banded birds. So this is a homing mi- pigeon mill. That, that's not cool. So yeah. it'll probably be 50 bucks. Put me down for 50 bucks. Hence why it's on Craigslist, because it's shady as shit. All right. You're going for 50 bucks for one homing pigeon. All right. Um, I'll say $75. $75 for one homing pigeon if you can send messages to your lover. I mean, just, just hopefully it comes back. Just <laughs> think of the savings. Right. I feel like the kind of people who raise pigeons for sale think their pigeons are worth more than their pigeons are worth. Okay. So I'm just going to I'm going to play it safe and say 100 cuz I think that's probably a $200 bird. Okay, I think everybody busted because it's only $10 for this homing pigeon. <laughs> oh, $10 pigeon. I'm what sorry. a deal. All right, well, womp womp. All right, we do, had to do keep... you have the trumpet? Uh, I do. Sad trombone. Let me get my uh I got I got what I call wrong synth. There it is. There we go. There we go. Okay. Wrong synth. All right. We got to burn through these because you only have 10 minutes left in the yep, show. Yep, yep. All right. Well, that's my Johnny DeMarco pedal on my pedal board is wrong, synth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For some reason, these pictures don't come up in order, but I know what's going on. Here we go. <laughs> Holy oh, shit. Sh- is that human size? <laughs> yeah, is that full size? It is full size. <laughs> It is a 1980. <laughs> it is a 1980 Jeep uh, CJ7. Oh man! With the douchiest of flame jobs on it. Oh, and green wheel wells. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This Jeep looks like the singer for Lincoln Park's arms. It is a convertible Jeep. Um, let me give you the description here. Uh huh. It has a V8 engine, manual transmission, lift kit. 15-inch black steel uh, wheels, fresh paint, flame job, of course, aftermarket front and rear bumpers. This Jeep is on consignment at V3 Jeep Shop, whatever. Uh, Okay, what is the... uh, Does it also come with, like, neon-colored clothing? That shit looks like it's straight out of 1992. Well, I'm sure the trunk is full of, like, Ed Hardy shit. What trunk? (laughs) It's just empty. Does it have a windshield? I don't know. Okay. Okay. So how much for this Jeep with uh, killer uh, flames? Uh, Rob, that'd be you to start this time. You want me to start this one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that Jeep, it's all tricked out and shit. Um, 20K. 20K goes to Rob. I would say 15K. I mean, because it's still, I mean, it's still on consignment with like a super douchey Jeep shop and stuff like that. But, you know. <laughs> So it's not totally cheap, but I wouldn't give 20k for that. I'd I'd bargain down. I'm I'm okay. gonna go ahead and do the douche thing. I think they're asking less than fifteen thousand, so I'm just gonna say one dollar. I believe this goes to Rob at twenty five thousand oh, dollars. Oh, yes. Really, dude? You don't know That's Jeep right. people. My dad and his brothers and my cousins <laughs> got super into Jeeps this last year, mm-hmm. and they all bought Jeeps, and they are so fucking expensive. Like my dad's Jeep was like thirty five thousand dollars, and it has crank windows. Exactly. So it's like this thing has like a custom wheels and shit. Like I see how much my dad pays for things like a bumper, and it's absurd. Dude, none of that shit matches though. No, of course it doesn't. Is there like a, is that 
a roll bar that's purple? No, no your you eyesight's glasses. bad. My eyesight's bad. Yeah, you're black. just seeing banners behind it, and the wheel wells are not green; they're black. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. Yeah, I, I here we I'm go. I'm gonna go to the doctor, guys. Bags of coke. No, we have um, <laughs> bags of animal bedding pellets on pallets. Now, what we're asking, <laughs> are we going per pallet? We are going. Uh, there's 50 bags per pallet. So how much is one pallet? And the description is animal bedding. Pellets for sale. Pellets are easy to clean and very absorbent. Uh, sold by the pallet at 50 bags a pallet. And the manufacturer is located in Floyd's Knobs, where Mom Dude is from, my mother. Uh, so how much for a pallet of pellets, animal bedding pellets? Um, uh, 50 bags a pallet. I, I will say 50 bags per pallet. Mm-hmm. Let's say... 150 bucks. 150 bucks for Kyle. For the pallet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the pallet. Uh, put me down for 180. 180. We go for broke here. I'm saying $10 a bag, 50 bags, $500. Sam is the closest. It is $200. God. Boom. Pretty good. Per pallet of pellets. Pallet of pellet. On radio, nope. <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, all plosives. It's the all plosive edition. Jeep and a pallet of pellets. Yes, and I found this uh, next one to be kind of funny. These are <laughs> as the, chips, as the uh, Craigslist uh, description says: German snacks for Super Bowl. <laughs> Specifically for the Super German Bowl. snacks for, for Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Now the description is: treat yourself with a very special Super Bowl snacks from Germany. We have Lorzen paprika chips, peanut curlies, palm sticks, and cocktail mix. Our store is no- located on North Wilson Road. Uh, so how much for one bag of these German snacks for your Super Bowl? Well, I love that it says paprika chip, and then there's like a red bell pepper, mm-hmm. which is not what paprika is. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> for Sam, one, one bag. One bag of German snacks for... One bag of German snacks for your Super Bowl. Fun, boys. Are you sure it's not for a superb owl? <laughs> it is not a superb owl. Uh, one bag of German snacks <laughs> for your Super Bowl. If you want your Super Bowl party to be mega depressing. <laughs> Very pro- serious Super Bowl party. I think this year I will be, as I have for the past four years, be watching the Super Bowl at Jeremy McMonagle, drummer of Young Widow's House. And I will go here and buy some German snacks for that. Foosball. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How much? Uh, we got five minutes left in the show. Five bucks. Five bucks. Rob, three dollars a bag. Three dollars a bag. Yo, I'm gonna say six dollars a bag. Rob on the money at three dollars a bag. Ah, boom, 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 boom. Those boom. imported treats. I figured they'd be more expensive. Oh, All right, moving uh, on. Garbage chips. Nobody wants. This one has a uh, band name that could play the PRF barbecue. Genuine cow skull. <laughs> uh, no description on this. Just genuine cow skull. As opposed to a genuine cow skull, which is a pony skull. <laughs> this is a genuine cow skull. Not much to say. It's like what you see at uh, Tex-Mex restaurants. Yeah. So. Yeah, Rob, I wouldn't hop on that. I would say five bucks. It sounds like someone found that in the field and is trying to get some meth off of it. So they're like selling it. So yeah. Okay. Sam says $5 cow skull. Kyle. Um, It looks like it's pretty clean. Like it's clean properly. Uh. I can get them for free, but I will say a student will pay like 30 bucks. Okay. 
Split the difference. Uh, nah. Uh, $40 cow skull. Rob is the closest because it is $150. Oh, my God. Really? A, a genuine cow skull. Yeah. Ew. Mm-hmm. Expensive. Was it previously owned by Glenn Danzig? I mean, yeah, no shit. <laughs> yes. There has to be some Absolutely. proof of provenance there, you know? It was once in a Texas roadhouse. All right, moving on. Along the same lines of uh, livestock here. How much for one donkey? <laughs> <laughs> one male donkey. That's well, a cute donkey. I mean, donkey meat's going for like, you know, 60 cents a pound. Uh, I'm a huge fan of donkeys. I think they're chill. They don't really move or make noise. Have you seen much. that donkey in a donkey in a hammock video? It's been floating around the mm-hmm. internet. Lately. No, I'll check it out. Very cute. How much oh, for well, one male that. donkey? Now this Craigslist ad I found shady as all shit. <laughs> so no a description on it. Somewhere. Just male donkey. All right. Um, a male donkey, I will say $400. Okay. That's a $250 donkey. Okay. Uh, put me down for $150. If it's shady, it's lightning sale shit. Actually, put me down for a, a buck. You know, just cover the bases. A buck? One dollar. One dollar. Sam is right on the money because it is $50 for one male donkey, according to this Craigslist ad. It's going to be a shitty oh donkey. Oh, my God. That's a crappy donkey. Yeah. I mean, we could all pool our money together and just have yeah. a, a mascot. Kelly really wanted me to buy that goat that we had on mm-hmm. Grace's Prices, right? You get more bang for your buck here. This is a whole goddamn donkey. Yeah, whole- but you can't drink its milk. It's a male donkey. Well, I mean, you could, but that's a huge ass. Keeping up with the animal theme. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. We only have a minute and 30 seconds. Hurry. What's the score? <laughs> I have four. Sam has two, and Kyle sucks. All right. Rob's your winner here. Grace's right. <laughs> Prices is right, baby. <laughs> Very good. All right, everybody. Yeah, I should. Congratulations, Rob. You are the winner of Craigslist Prices Right. I will move the remaining uh, five to the next time we play here. Hey, I want to thank Sam Schulten for coming in and uh, thanks for having hanging me. out with us, bringing the beer, taking shots, playing the good tape age music, talking about gear. Loved it. Come and see us uh, March eleventh. That's right. Maple Stave at Mag Bar at Magnolia Bar and Grill. Try the quesadillas, as I always say about Mag Bar. <laughs> they don't actually have food, do they? That is the joke. Oh, they have Pizza Denisi next door, and that's yes. not so bad. It's no, like it's my favorite pizza place in town better by than, far. Better than Post? I can't say that. A, a smidge, like a guitar pick width above uh, the Post. In in my opinion, that's just my opinion. All right, it's time to get out of here. We will hopefully join you next week on Radio Nope, None of the Above. Time to get out of here. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and good night. Now it's time for so long. But we'll sing just one more song. Thanks for doing your part. You sure are smart. You know with Bobby Cole drinks. And Kyle. And my dog. Man, dude. We can do anything that we want to do. Bye. See you later. Thank you, Elliot. Uh, you and your beard did a great job. Wax eater's kind of uh, what would what would you call wax eater?